Hello and welcome to the American Dry Cleaner podcast. I'm your host, Tim Burke, the editor of American Dry Cleaner. Since 1934, American Dry Cleaner magazine has been the industry's number one magazine. I've been the American Dry Cleaner editor for the past two years and I'm in my 36th year in publishing. Today, we're going to be talking with our columnist, Martin Young, who's been an industry consultant and trainer for 20 years and a member of various stakeholder groups on environmental issues. Martin grew up in his parents' plant in Concord, North Carolina, Young Cleaners, which he operates today. So let's get right to it. Hello, Martin, and welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Tim. Well, it's great having you here on the podcast, and uh, let's get right to it. You've been our very popular spotting tips columnist for American Dry Cleaner for about a decade. Uh, So tell us uh, how you got started in writing for us. Well, my mentor and close friend, Norm Elkey, was doing the column, and then in 2008, he decided to retire, and the editor at that time, Ian Murphy and Norm Elkey, thought I would be a good fit. I see. Tell us, uh, how long does it take to uh, put one of your columns together, one of your spotting tips columns? Well, normally it takes about four days uh, from the initial draft to something I'm willing to submit. If I'm angry and upset about something I've seen out in the field, uh, it'll take me about two hours to write the column and then another two days to reduce the word count down to something that is acceptable. I see. Of course, you uh, have uh, so much experience in the field, but um, wh- what kind of gives you that spark? To maybe share with us, share with listeners how you come up with that idea for the, for the column. What, what kind of triggers it for you? Usually it's either foolish things they are doing or uh, lack of technical knowledge that they should have had by doing due diligence in the beginning. You know, many people know you in the uh, field. You're well known. I know at the Clean Show last year, we were. It was like old home week. We were we were talking with a lot of people who came up to you and wanted to get your opinions and things like that. So, if you would for a minute take listeners back to your past a little bit, just kind of share how you got into the dry cleaning business. Well, I I have a lot of pride in my father. My father lost his left arm at age 14 and uh, was too embarrassed to go back to school. And in 1931, there weren't that many child labor regulations. So he got a job in a dry cleaners, and then he married my mother in 1937, and they got a plant in Salisbury in 1939, and it didn't go well. So they moved it 30 miles south to Concord, and in 1941, they opened up here, And then four months later, they uh, bought out their partner for $300. And so Daddy went from losing his arm uh, in 31 to owning an own business in 41. And that was a lot of motivation for a young man to try to live up to those standards. I'm sure. Where did, uh, when did uh, Martin Young pop into the scene and start uh, digging into dry cleaning? 1951. There's still a uh, full-page advertisement that I'm looking at right now that celebrated their 10th anniversary, and Mother's three months away from delivering me. That picture was made in in February, and I was born in April. 
<laughs> so when did you first start hanging out at the dry cleaner and, and become part of the family business? Oh, I guess that was age 12, working the counter, assembly, bagging. Dad always needed help doing light maintenance. And so I did those type things. And uh, so at age 12, I started here and I worked Christmases and whenever they needed extra help and I could get away until after college. I think you uh, you and I chatted and you said you kind of came back into the fold in, uh, I think you said around 1981. What brought you back to dry cleaning? Well, I had been in the corporate world uh, running restaurants. I, I, I had four restaurants and that I was overseeing and uh, then I moved away running, helping run construction jobs. I had worked my way through college doing construction work. Uh, I got tired of working for other people, so Thanksgiving of 1980, I was sitting at the table uh, angry about working for other people, and Dad told me he would make me a deal. Wow. And so in February of 1981, I came back and started running the business. And the funny thing is, the one thing I couldn't do then was uh, stain removal. Uh, <laughs> Dad had always reserved that for himself. And so... Uh, I served a 17-year apprenticeship because he never left. So I served a 17-year apprenticeship with my dad. How about that? You started and, and you had to uh, apprentice. And now, of course, you're, you're knowledgeable and pass your knowledge on in your columns every time. So that's, that's really kind of funny. Uh, I know that you also consult for dry cleaning plants. How would you get into the consulting side of things? Oh, I had a man from two hours away our reputation had gotten so good by the late 80s and natural fibers were coming back and so he wanted me to drive two hours and he had five operating plants and he wanted me to train his people for free and that's how fabric council consulting was born i got a contract and some business cards and sent him a proposal and that didn't work but some of his friends invited me uh, and then in 94, uh, IFI, the predecessor of DLI, uh, had a program called Train the Trainers, and Norman Elke was working there at the time, and he uh, requested that I come up, invited me up to work on this outreach training program for IFI. So that's how I got into consulting. When you're uh, consulting, and of course with your apprenticeship and then and growing into the spotting, um, do you have readers? I know a lot of people came up to you at the clean show. Do you have readers and owners come up to you and, uh, share, you know, the information you've given them, spotting advice you've given them has helped them. Have you had people share that with you? Absolutely. The, the, the thing is that it's always some variation on, uh, I didn't know I could do that. I had never thought of that. Uh, nobody ever told me that the previous owner did not show me that. And so it's just a lack of technical knowledge out in the field. What's one thing you've learned while, uh, turning all your experiences into columns for American dry cleaner? Have you, have you learned something along the way? Maybe it's interaction with more people, but what have you learned about it? Maybe what, where have you grown? I know the only thing I've learned is that there are a lot of people who see an existing business with an existing clientele and assume that it's easy 
and do not do due diligence and do not realize that there is a technical side of garment care. Let's go back because starting out in business as a young man, when you first started out, did you in, ever envision you were going to be in dry cleaning as your, as your life's work? No, in 1973, I quickly left and went into uh, the corporate world and got jobs. And Dad always wanted me to get a job, you know, where I was working for other people and had a lot of time off and a lot of fringe benefits. But like him, I he, he bought the business from his partner in, in four months after moving to Concord, and I just got tired of, people looking over my shoulder and questioning my methods, not the results, just the methods. For your writing, um, do you have fun writing? Do you like it? Absolutely. Sometimes it is a release for me to go in, and I really enjoy. I have a passion. Uh, The State Association once gave me a plaque from being most passionate. I have a passion about the industry and a vision for the industry, and... Uh, I want to improve everybody and improve the industry as a whole. And so I've served various things, uh, like like you mentioned, the stakeholders groups. I just finished a four-year term on the DLI Board of Directors. I've held every position in the North Carolina Association. And I, I just put myself out there and my time out there to be someone that they can depend on to give them input. Wonderful, Martin. Well, besides talking to you and emailing in all the different ways we communicate, I've met, I've had the pleasure to meet you in person, and that uh, energy comes off you. It rubs off, and around the people around you, it's it's infectious and it's wonderful. Uh, so let's we'll just end with a little personal thing about you. How about sharing a little bit about your favorite hobbies and interests outside of dry cleaning? What do you do when you want to get away and relax? Well, once I got through my midlife crisis of a sports car and a couple of motorcycles and uh, all of that, uh, I've now settled down to just quietly walking on the beach and fishing on occasion for king mackerel and wahoo on the North Carolina and South Carolina coast. I'm an hour and a half drive, so I can actually close up on a weekend and be fingers and pose in the sand in three and a half hours. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for uh, speaking with us today here on the American Dry Cleaner podcast. I'm glad that you uh, shared your insights in the industry and some of the personal side, and I appreciate it very much. You're welcome. Always glad to help. Thank you for your time today and for being with us here on the American Dry Cleaner podcast. The American Dry Cleaner podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC Chicago. For more information about future podcasts and to get the latest Fabricare industry news, visit our website at americandrycleaner.com or make sure to read our weekly e-news blast called The Wire. Also, be sure to visit American Dry Cleaner on Facebook and make sure to like us. And also follow us on Twitter to stay informed about these podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. The royalty-free music used on this podcast is from Alvaro Angeloro called Brand New Day and can be found at hooksounds.com. Thank you for being with us today on the American Dry Cleaner Podcast. This has been your host, Tim Burke, and I look forward to being with you again very soon.